Well, we did it. It's a hundred episodes. A hundred episodes. When I first started this thing, I knew that when it said, okay, what, ep- you know, you, you number your episodes, episode one. And I knew, well, maybe you should put a zero in front of that because maybe I'll get to 20 episodes or maybe I'll actually really commit to that whole one year of this. So 50 episodes. But, but maybe, maybe I can commit to 100. Maybe I can put two zeros in front of that one. And like an idiot, I put two zeros in front of that one. And here we are. I don't have to put any zeros in front of those numbers anymore. Oh, this is episode 100. And because of that, because we've hit that amazing number in my head, um, it's amazing in my head. We've actually hit the number in reality, um, as such as rational human beings understand the concept of reality, asterisk a thing two years ago I didn't think we'd have to say a lot of, but here we are. Um, so in re- as a reward, as a, as, a, as a culmination of 100 episodes, what are we going to do? Well, in 60 seconds, I'm going to explain the entirety of employer brand. 60 seconds. Can, can it be done? Can it be done? I think it can. Stick around and find out. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Talent Cast, the podcast dedicated to helping you get smarter at recruiting and hiring. We're going to get into the nitty gritty of employer brand and modern recruiting so that you, yes, you, can hire better talent. Isn't that what we're all trying to do? I'm your host, James Ellis, and you can find me on Twitter at The War for Talent. That's at The War for Talent. Or on the TalentCast website. Got a question? Got a topic? Got an idea? Tweet me. I'd love to hear from you. Ready to roll up your sleeves and think big? Great. Let's get to it. Hey, James Ellis here. A uh, few things. Um, just got done with a couple of speaking gigs. Got a couple more things coming up. The first one is Atlanta. I'm going to the Social Recruiting Summit in Atlanta, January, mid-January is what that is. So I'll put show notes and all that good stuff in. Obviously, I'm going to be at uh, ERE and I'm going to be at, in San Diego and I'm going to be at the Sherm Talent Connect in uh, Nashville, I think that is, later on. And then, uh, yeah, other stuff brewing. I'm detailing and figuring out. So I'll keep you up to date. Otherwise, if this is the sort of stuff that you're like, wow, this is really useful information. I really wish I could have James come to my office and talk about this stuff or help me with this stuff. Guess what? I can. Uh, I've been pretty coy about it so far, but I'm going to stop being coy about it. So here it goes. If you want consulting help, just go to employerbrand.consulting. That's employerbrand.consulting. And there I am. You just do it. There you go. If you just want me to come speak, I'd like to do that too. That's jamesellis.us. Why are they two separate URLs? I don't know, but here we are. So there you go. If you want, uh, if you want more of me, that's how you get more of me. Anyway, so here we are, episode 100. Um, I'm not going to thank anybody. I'm going to save all my thanks to people at the end of the year, and that will be a long list. Uh, but for right now, here it is. Here it is in 60 seconds. I'm going to explain everything you need to know about employer brand. Everything. Everything. Can it be done? I'm going I'm, I'm to open my phone, and I'm going to start my little stopwatch. There it is. It's, it's a phone, so it takes forever to get to. Here we are. Now it's a timer. That's I don't want I want to stop watch. There we go. Ready? I'm going to start. You ready? Employer brand really is the art of signaling that you give a shit about your employees. That was 10 seconds, 10 and a half seconds. How would I do? Wait, wait. You, that is not what you expected, was it? That was no way what you expected me to say. But let's have a moment, shall we? That's what it is. That's 
all employer brand is, is signaling to people outside your organization that you give a tiny rat's ass about the people who do the job. That's it. That's all it is. All the social stuff, all the glass door stuff, all the videos and the websites and the job descriptions, and all, all that is there to do one simple thing, to say in a way that it might be credible and authentic, hey, we care. We legitimately actually care if these people live or die. We legitimately care if these people are vaguely satisfied with their life. We're going to invest time, energy, money, alignment, focus on showing you the level to which we actually care about our employees and the level to which you might be happy. Now, that's a simple idea that is not in any way simple at all, is it? It really isn't. Go back years, go back to the factories, go back way back when you were, you know, we, we were all, you know, rotating cogs and f machines. Our, our job was to pull that lever and hit that button and screw that thing and do that thing and sew that, stitch that up, and that's all we did. And we were just interchangeable cogs and we were measured purely on our productivity. How many things did we stitch? How many screws did we screw? How many things did we do? And when we got sick, they said, well, sorry you're sick, get out. Bring, on comes the next one. There's always more people. Let's bring them in. We'll move them in. They didn't care. And here we are in the world with this knowledge economy. And knowledge is magical because for all the talk about AI, for all the talk about machine learning, for all the talk about the magic that is the technology, knowledge learning is a function of that stuff that sits behind between our ears and behind our eyeballs. It's really hard to pull knowledge out of my brain and put it in yours, which is why we do crazy things like podcasts and blogging and writing and speaking and all this other stuff, right? That's the reason we try and transfer that knowledge. But ultimately, all of that we do, let's imagine someone who does a really good job leave that job to go to the next job. And, and they're a great employee. So what they do is they write down everything they think they do to do knowledge transfer to the next person to take that job. But of course, they always forget something. In fact, usually they forget a lot of somethings. Maybe they forget a password to tell you. Maybe they forgot there's a whole task they take care of, but it's so rote to them they forgot to tell someone that they do this or how to do it or when it's necessary to do it. There's a lot of knowledge that happens in people's brains that we can't capture no matter how hard we try and whether we try or not. That's a separate subject. So consequently, you actually, you, as much as a business would love to just care about the output, it can't. Because so much of that output is based on knowledge, and that knowledge is stuck in people's heads. That's why we have employer brand. So that we can indicate, the companies can indicate, we actually care about what's the person, the rest of the stuff beyond the productivity. Because we know caring about the person helps and fosters better use of the brain and the knowledge and the other stuff. Now, when we say it signals that you give a rat's ass or give a shit or give a fuck, I don't care. This is a lot of swearing episodes. I saw. I guess I should have prefaced that, but there you go. Um, if, it, if, if the employer brand is, is signaling that you give a shit, what does that mean? Well, it, it actually unpacks a lot of different special ways. First off, when I say I care or I give a shit, what do I care about? Do I care about your health? Do I care about your soul? Do I care about your mind? Do I care about your future? Do I care about your, your, your body? Do I care about your health? Do I care about your welfare? Do I care about your family life? What exactly do I give a shit about? 
All of it? Well, eh, probably not. <laughs> really, a lot of that stuff's up to you, employee, to take care of, right? I'm going to give you health insurance, maybe even a wellness package if I'm semi-enlightened, and you're in charge of taking care of your health. Please don't smoke. Please lose 10 pounds. Please exercise every once in a while, and maybe put down the, the cheeseburger now and then, right? That's, you know, do the things. But you're gonna, I'm going to let you take care of it. And the, the handful of companies that try and step in to say, hey, we will pay you more if you lose weight or we will pay you more if you go to the gym or we will pay you more because it lowers our insurance premiums and it's always down to a dollar figure. But really, those companies, everybody kind of goes, that's a little weird. That's strange. That's unusual. They, that still gets written up in the papers as a, are we cool with this? So maybe it is that person's job to take care of it. But the company is still there to foster it and support it via financial incentives a la health insurance, health benefits, wellness programs, right? Well, does the company care about your growth, your future, your ability to get a job later down the road, the ability to get a raise? Well, maybe not prefaced in quite those terms, but certainly it knows if you learn more about how to do your job or you learn a separate skill that makes you better at your job or you learn a skill that helps you perceive how to do a job better, that is better for them. They care about your future because it directly impacts their, their present. And frankly, if they're the ones helping you meet that future, maybe you'll stick around longer. What about your soul? Well, some companies there to tell you, hey, we're going to help you save the whales, save the, 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 the refugees, or save the, the victims of what have you. Some people are here to say, we're going to help more people get educations, or we're going to help, we're going to save those kids, and we're going to make sure they grow up a little better, or whatever. They're, they have a vision, a mission, a purpose, you know, kind of thing, the reason why they exist. And if you really care about, you know, joining and helping and, you know, fulfilling your soul by helping others, we're here to help you. We give a shit about your soul because we think you can join us to save this thing. That's how we're going to do it together, employer brand. You can really talk about future and growth and education and money and salary and status and all and ego and all that stuff. That's the stuff that you care about. The company decides how much and which ones of those they care about supporting on, in, within you. So if you're all about, I need to, I want support saving my soul and I don't want to do that outside of work time, congratulations, join that nonprofit. You're going to feel good about doing something good for the world with the company, that organization, that nonprofit, maybe company's probably not the word, right word, but they give a shit because you give a shit about the same thing. And thus you've created this magical thing called alignment in which your motivations and your desire and what you care about aligns with what the company cares about and hopefully even what the company rewards. Employer brand is just showing that you give a shit. It's saying we care about these things. We care about these things not in the abstract, but we care about them in the guise of how an employer uses, perceives, understands, absorbs these things, right? When Goldman Sachs talks about its employer brand and projects its employer brand, it's saying we, are, we give a shit about you and really what it's saying is I give a shit about your wallet. You join Goldman Sachs to make a boatload of money. And so it's saying that's what we care about. We care about you. That's its entire employer brand. No one's talking about work-life balance. No one's talking about saving the universe. No one's talking about doing anything beyond expanding your wallet. And that's great. That's, that's absolutely fine. You join it for that thing and they know it. So they're going to talk about that. They're going to show that. No one on the Goldman Sachs website is poorly dressed, okay? No one, because that's, they're Goldman Sachs. You can afford the three-piece suit. You can afford the custom job. Come on. 
Let's step it up, kids. That's what you're there for. They're showing you if you care about being wealthy, we care about making you wealthy. So long as we get twice as wealthy. But that's unsaid. That's really, right? And that's the cynical part of me, which is 98% of me, of course. Uh, but that's the thing. So far, so good. Fantastic. But if you can't get enough of this stuff, I have some news. You can bring the James Ellis experience to your event or company. Just go to jamesellis.us and learn about all the kinds of custom presentations I can build and deliver for you or your team. But if it's time to get some hands-on help with your employer branding, recruiting, and hiring, either from the ground up or some strategic support, I would love to help. Just reach out to Proactive Talent or ProactiveTalent.com. That's where I work, and we can help you hire better. Cool? Cool. All right, let's get back to it. So when you come to an employer brand problem or come to an employer brand question, or you say, Lord help you, you raise your hand to say, I think I have an employer brand problem who can help me. Everybody comes to rush to your aid in that to every person with a hammer, every problem looks like a nail kind of situation. Glassdoor says that it can solve your employer brand so long as that employer brand is a function of Glassdoor, which it isn't completely. It's an aspect, but it's not the whole ball, ball game, right? It's not everything. And if you say you solved your glass door problem, have you solved your employer brand problem? No, you've solved your glass door problem. You have an employer brand problem. The problem is you don't give a shit. Or you do give a shit and you just haven't figured out how to express that you give a shit. For some reason, you're scared to let people know that you give a shit. Maybe you're not used to being vulnerable or open or transparent enough to say, yeah, we actually give a shit. That's why for so long, when you go to career sites, the companies would show the, pip, the, the office picnic photos and videos. Hey, look, we're giving back to our employees. And by giving back, we mean forcing them to become the office on their off, off hours to eat food that we've decided is what they want to do and have some enforced fun, um, but not too much fun because if you get drunk at your company party, that's bad. So try not to have too much fun, but this is how we show that we care. A little. And that was sad uh but here we but that's was that was then that's as far as they could do to show that they cared now the concept of caring is complicated because the concept of caring isn't in general we care about employees as a concept but about the individual i.e you the company cares about you not employer 317 not the global director of thingamabobber, but Sally, Susan, Sarah, whoever. We care about you. And what do you care about? Oh, you care about that? So do we. Let's show how we care about those same things together. And that's employer brand. So when you say you have an employer brand problem, the problem is either you don't give a shit or you don't know how to communicate that you give a shit in a way that other people who also give a shit about the same things go, yeah, I give a shit about that too. I don't know why my voice got so high there, but there you are. Turned into a bit of a dolphin there. There you go. That, in a nutshell, is the zen of employer brand. It's the simple art of understanding that at its core, employer brand, for all the bells and whistles, for all the tactics you can throw at it, for all the things you can do, at its core, it's about giving a shit and showing that you give a shit. And making sure, because the thing is, is when you show that you give a shit because you have to then say, well, what do I give a shit about? You're going to be speaking to certain audiences who also give a shit about that thing. 
And that's how you start the conversation. That's how you build brand awareness. That's how you build positive sentiment. That's how you do all the things that we've talked about the last two years about employer brand. That's how you make it happen. That is the core. That is the seed of what an employer brand is. Companies that don't care, what exactly is their employer brand? Well, it's that they don't care. Not all employer brands are positive, folks. Um, it is what people think you are. And if people think you don't care, guess what? There you go. So I like going back to that that email. Um, I think I've told this. I'm sure I've told this story. I use this in, in presentations too, where I talk about that email. And you can Google this, where someone said, hey, and a frontline employee kind of said, hey, uh, I have to take a personal, or no, I'm sorry, not a personal holiday, a, um, a, a mental health day. That's exactly how she worded it. And you know, taking a mental health day, you know, we all do it. We all, we all take a day. You're like, screw it. I gotta, I got, I need a day. I need a me day. I'm going to do nothing or I'm going to go to the movies or I'm going to watch the more Hogan's heroes or I'm going to get drunk or I'm just going to sit and stare in a space or maybe I'm just going to take the world's largest, longest bath. I don't know. I need a personal mental health day. Great. We all take them. But when that email went to the CEO, you know, the person who's like, everybody work harder, everybody do more. I need bring the bottom line, make it happen. The fact that the CEO responded to the entire company to say, thank you, whoever the author was, for reminding us that occasionally we need to take a mental health day and to know when you need one and to take it. That's a great example of self-care and taking care of yourself so that when you're here, you're doing your best work possible. A CEO said that. Now, if the model is employer brand is showing how and when you care about your employees, what did that email do? Well, it is the employer brand. <laughs> it's a company you don't know very – you probably don't know. In fact, I can't remember it off the top of my head. But that's probably all you know about their employer brand. And guess what? That's their employer brand. And it's positive and it's got legs so people have seen it. So I've got, it's got extended reach and brand awareness and all that good stuff. It's an employer brand. It says we care. And this is what we care about. We care about you taking care of yourself. None of it has to do with money. None of it has to do with fame. None of it has to do with development. None of it has to do with values per se, company values. That's personal values more than anything else. That's showing what you care about. And you know that when that email went out, when that, that, the, the, that email went out to the world and BuzzFeed or whoever picked it up and it went viral, you know what happened next? People who respect and need occasional mental health days said, there's a company who cares about their people. I want to apply there. Employer brand is about showing that you give a fuck. There it is. Well, it's a lot more swearing than I expected to have in episode number 100 of my podcast, and certainly it's one of the shorter ones I've ever done. But there it is, 10 and a half seconds to simply say, that's what employer brand, that is the zen, that is the, 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 the golden nugget inside the seed, the, the grain of sand inside the pearl. That is the core of what employer brand is. And so when you have questions about employer brand, think to yourself, how do we show that we give a shit? And you're going to be much better off than you were before you asked that question. Thanks so much for listening. If you've listened to all 100 episodes, I am, first off, I'm so sorry for the first couple. Had no idea what I was doing. Not that I have a lot of idea what I'm doing now, but I think I'm certainly a couple of steps ahead of where I was two years ago. Thank you so much for listening. I think when we start number 101, when we launch into the next century mark as it were a um, couple of new things I got in my head I want to try and do and final teaser I posted something on LinkedIn about having writing this article and it looked like oh my goodness it's going to run to 5,000 words that's too big I 
finished the first part of it and it's now and that was 10,000 words so this thing is going to be a thing so uh, as I put this together I'll keep you in mind and let you know where this is and what this is going to be because I'm trying to make a real thing my goal my mission in life my purpose for this podcast for my work for my writing for my speaking is to help everybody revolutionize how they hire from a function of employer brand because I think employer brand is the way that happens this might be the book that makes is put, puts that flag in the dirt, right? So uh, as I learn more, as I figure out more, as I decide what to do with this thing, I will keep you all in mind. Thank you all, and I mean all of you, even the ones I, who disagree with me. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your attention more than you know. Um, as always, bug me on Twitter, bug me on LinkedIn, ask me questions. I haven't had anybody request a topic in a while that, you know, hey, you forget I love when you ask for topics. I don't know why we haven't done a case study on this call or on on this call, like I'm on the phone. I haven't figured out why you haven't said, hey, here's a brand, go evaluate it. I would do that. That sounds interesting. Let's figure out what I can figure out in in a couple of minutes. Um, Or if you have a general question or a concern or whatever, would love to hear it. Thanks so much. I do appreciate it again. I don't know how to... I'm bad at sincerity, uh, even when I mean it, which is complicated, I know, and way too meta for most people to take, certainly myself. I do appreciate I do appreciate the attention and the time. Thank you so much for listening, and let's see if we can get to another 200, another 100 after this. So I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Well, the music means you've made it to the end of another episode of The Talent Cast. If this was useful to you, do not keep it a secret. Share it with your team. Share it with your boss. Share it with your networks. I don't know. Share it with your mom. Uh, if you have questions you'd like me to answer on a future show or just, you know, general ideas about how to make this thing better, just ping me on Twitter. You know, I'm at the War for Talent. At the War for Talent. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.